Welcome to the Inspirations News Podcast, sponsored by Quebec's only newspaper devoted exclusively to the news of the special needs community. Tune in regularly to hear uplifting success stories, learn about resources, and gain timely advice in the area of special needs, featuring experts in various fields. Here's your host, host, Mark Bergman. So on this episode, we're going to talk about the A-Link Foundation. They are a nonprofit community organization here in Montreal built on providing housing, life skills, health services, social inclusion services, and more. We'll talk to Adam Clean. Adam's a participant who's directly receiving services from the foundation. Matthew Selvin is their program manager. He's also a special needs consultant and behaviorist. And Harriet Sugarmiller, the president and chair of Ailing Foundation, joins us as well. And Harriet, I guess we'll start by just letting us know um, how it all started at Ailing. Take us back to the beginning. It was founded back in 2016 when a group of us parents who had young adult children who would just age out of the school system looked at each other and said, okay, what next? And we were facing a big black hole. We were, we didn't really know what was going to happen with our kids, what they were going to do during the day, how they were going to continue to have relationships. They had built relationships in school, but they weren't really capable of continuing those relationships and what their future looked like. We knew there was no housing available. There's still no housing available. Um, We knew that the social opportunities were limited. There are a lot more social opportunities now. Um, We were very interested in in creating an inclusive community. That is a community in which our kids who had special needs were part of the regular community. They weren't isolated. They weren't segregated from the community. And uh, it was about that time that inclusion sort of got on everybody's radar. So we've seen a lot of progress since then with many, many other organizations, um, as well as ours. We call ourselves a link because we promote alliances for inclusion. And we have had all sorts of and continue to have all sorts of alliances with many many wonderful organizations in Montreal. So we started out actually in the Adapt Israel Synagogue. They gave us space um, and they, uh, you know, they allowed us to have meetings and they allowed us to have a cooking program that we called Cooking for Kiddush because we we actually cooked food for their Saturday Kiddush. Um, And we grew from there. Um, And then of course the um, COVID hit and we all became we became a very much an online organization and started offering online programming. So we started offering a dance class online, which we still offer to this day. Adam, you're one of the key uh, <laughs> members of that class. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Adam, tell me about a little bit about the dance program. Harriet, I'm going to come back to you in a second, but tell me a bit about the dance program. Well, the dance is part of um, Karina's group and, um, we, we've doing uh, stretches, uh, coming up with dances and creating some uh, ideas for for music and stuff like that. So we we came up with that and we we went along with it. So and how helpful was that, especially for you during COVID? Uh, it's very helpful for for my for my health. So Matthew, we'll get to you in a second. But Harriet, I'm curious from your perspective, how far have we evolved? when talking about inclusion over the last 15 to 20 years? I would say over the last five years, we've come far. I mean, up until five years ago, the word was not on anybody's radar. But over the past five years or so, people are picking up the bandwagon. They're understanding what it means to 
you know, not have a segregated community anymore. Um, so I, you know, I think we've come a long, long way. Uh, Matthew, I originally got in touch with you because of uh, the email that you sent out regarding the many activities uh, that you have coming up with A-Link. Do you want to talk to us about uh, some of the activities you've got going on? That's right. So originally, uh, Harriet had gotten in touch with me because we wanted to you know, build on this idea of creating a community amongst the young adult uh, neurodiverse population. Um, what ended up happening was uh, we've run different sessions of programs. So usually um, a session will last six to eight weeks. Right now we're currently in the middle of our fifth eight-week program. Uh, right now our fifth eight-week session. And basically, uh, originally the initiative was to, to have, I think, four to five or six uh, participants per group. However, this has changed because we're offering a wider variety of programs now than we ever had. And we have lots of people now who are also uh, registering, even new people that we didn't know. So the types of programs that we're offering, we have cooking, we have songwriting, we have fitness, we have dance. And I myself personally, I run a social group called Come Chat with Matt. And it's just a fun place for people to hang out. Uh, really, the way that we view these things is every single group is an opportunity for these young adults to socialize. Um, and to, to be face-to-face -face with one another. Um, I blasted that email out actually to you, Mark, because uh, and others, because really, like Harriet said, we want to get the word out to as many people as possible. There's a bandwagon, and it's a really positive thing, and we want to lead the way. Tell me about the cooking class. You know, I know one of your missions is to help build life skills, and, and that certainly uh, hits the bullseye there, right? Absolutely. So we always run our groups with independence, autonomy, life skills in mind. So whether it be the chat group, we're talking about issues that are relevant in uh, the participants' day-to-day -day lives. Specific to the cooking group that you just mentioned, the funny thing is that, you know, there's such a variety. Everybody loves food. You know, everybody uh, wants to eat something or try something. Or, But this type of program gives our participants the opportunity to make something for other people. Uh, to reciprocate, you know, for, for the people who've cooked for them. In addition to that, it gives them skills so that they have a few go-to menu items when they're on their own. So let's say their caregivers, their parents are not around, they know how to go and fix themselves something, whether it be a salad. Um, we give them also skills in terms of food prep and that sort of thing, how to clean the food, how to stay clean and keep a clean environment um a clean kitchen anyways so these are all things that are really really important um we've run several cooking groups but i i'm happy to say that just the way that it turned out our latest cooking group it happens to be an all girls group so there's also a major social component there as well where these girls are bonding with one another and our our animator is actually lots of fun and and very very uh articulate and it's Kind of a nice thing. Harry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. You, those who are listening can't see that. But um, we are really trying to build skills, but also build community at the same time. So Matthew helps us create these small groups of young adults who have who he 
uh, decides are compatible, who he feels are compatible, similar abilities, similar interests. And we have so far been successful in creating a few small groups. And we'd really like to continue to do that for everybody so that everybody has a friend and everybody has a social life because that is something that really suffers once you stop going to school. Um, so building community while building skills is really our motto. And uh, we're, we're right now operating out of the, it's called the Lanark space in the Y, in the Snowden Y. It's uh, Ometz's space. They're giving us a really um, nice, we're very happy to have use of that space. Um, we have actually benefited from a grant from Jewish Community Foundation to do this. We have benefited from Federation CJA grants. Um, so um, we've had a lot of support from the community. We have 30 registrations right now and we're running just morning classes on Sundays. We have like the program is, you know, getting it's, it's getting bigger than we expected. It filled it up in just one day, actually, as a matter of fact. Amazing. Adam, I want to hear all about the amazing programs uh, that, that you do. So start by telling me about your favorite one. <laughs> My favorite one with uh, songwriting is um, basically everything uh, like, I, I've worked on different uh, prospects of coming up with uh, different ideas and stuff like that. So I, I came, we came up with like different uh, genres and, and and that and it, it just it had we were just uh, doing like brainstorming and stuff like that. So okay, and you're a huge music fan, right? I, I'm, I'm a huge music fan though too. So you must have just loved when you heard there was songwriting and well, so what kind I, of thing. I'm also a DJing also in into that perspective. Okay, and is there how many how many uh, people are in the songwriting class? Uh, I think it's like maybe five of us. Okay, uh, like there's other participants with it. Okay, I should also mention by the way, Mark, this Go. is not your regular music class. Okay? Yeah, tell me about it. You know, so the thing is like there are lots of different organizations and community organizations that offer types of programming. We really reach out and work very closely with our animators to make sure that we're offering something unique. So while there are other cooking classes out there, you know, we want to create a dynamic where things are very social. And again, just to Harriet's point, the community is essential because we're hoping that while we register people for eight weeks of programming, uh, that they return for the following eight weeks of programming. But specific to the songwriting course, the interesting thing is you don't need to be a musical person to be in our songwriting course. Um, our our animator, Jonathan Schreier, he uh, really works with a variety of different support needs. He's there. And even though he's mostly Anglophone, he's also thrown in some, some French. But uh, really gives participants the opportunity to throw out ideas. And John helps facilitate and formulate that into songs. So one of the and express themselves in a, in a different way, also, right? Songwriting is such absolutely. a great form of expression. Absolutely, and it's a it's a tool also because sometimes, like you know, there are a lot of cases where expression is very challenging for people. Yeah. And John is not just their musical outlet, but he's also their creative outlet, right? So they have an opportunity to throw out ideas and see it formulated. One of the my favorite songs is "I Like My Shoes," uh, okay. really, really fun and funny and funky song that they came up with but they've got a bunch like that and it's going great so we're really really happy with it that's amazing um adam what else what other programs are you uh, are you involved in uh, adam you're not going to talk like about the chat arena and uh, a whole bunch of uh, like i i like doing different like 
the 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 cardio dance classes are in, in, incredible. Like I enjoy it. Adam, what about the chat with Matt? Yeah, chat with Matt was a good one. <laughs> okay. While I'm so, here, you might as well so talk. What about... kind of things? I mean, you know, you don't have to divulge any any secrets here. But what kind of what, yeah. what kind of chats and what kind of things do you guys chat about when you're there? Uh, okay. Uh, we 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 did like uh, problem solving and and stuff like that, and just bringing up ideas and throwing it out there and putting it on the table. Nice. Adam, can I ask you a question? Yes, Matthew. Sometimes things happen outside of our groups, right? Oh, everybody! Yeah. As soon as I walk, <laughs> we're in not going to mention that. <laughs> absolutely, as soon as I walk in the door Sunday morning, everyone gives me a tug on the shirt and says, "Matthew, can I speak to you? Can I speak to you? Can I speak to you?" And because so much happens throughout the week, mm. isn't it a great opportunity for us to talk about our weeks and what's happened? And no, I was just uh, watching how you were like coming up with like ideas and uh, everybody coming to you and stuff like that it was like like throwing you in, in different directions and <laughs> lots of laughs i think also really too. so people yeah. get this people get this you know benefit of being in the social group without any type of stigma we're just there to chill we're there to be around each other and that's again this idea of community i'm really getting the feeling that you just go there like you said just to just to be yourself um, mm. and 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 feel uh, well. How do you feel when, when you're there? How does it make you feel? Uh, from uh, I it makes me uh, in a good. Uh, it puts me in a when I walk into a room. I, I always put a smile on my face when I walk into a room. And that's the point, Harriet. Right, a, a sense of 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 community yes. and a sense of happiness and exactly to to know to have an a meaningful life right to have relationships with people that's what life is all about so we're just Friendship. trying to help you know we're trying to help facilitate relationships and facilitate social mm -hmm. skills that's a big challenge um and to to build other skills as well uh, so it's Adam is always a pleasure to have around. <laughs> he lights up the room. Light up the room. <laughs> the, the other thing I was going to say is like Adam, you like are a busy man on a day to day basis. You go to work. You know, oh. uh, have relationships with people. You never mentioned that. You have different friendships. Sometimes things are great. Sometimes mm. there's conflict. But on the most part, you know that when you come by on Saturday on Sunday morning, excuse me, you know that when you come by on Sunday. That you're going to walk out of there with the right advice, I think, right? With the oh, right type of feel. So, of you know, it's an opportunity to vent a little, but also to get good recommendations. And I have to be honest with you, Mark. The recommendations don't come just from me. We collaborate as a group. And sometimes the best the best suggestions, the best recommendations come from the participants themselves. Sure. Uh, Harry, I want to talk to you about housing in a second, but talk to me a little bit more about uh, how we can best prepare our young adults to live independently. You know, unfortunately, we don't really have the services to to do that in in Montreal. I mean, Quebec operates very differently than Ontario, for example. So in Ontario, there are all sorts of community organizations that have sprung up because the government funds the community organizations directly. That doesn't happen here. It's uh, the government actually provides services and you get what they give. Mm. But that's starting to change and we're starting to see more community organizations come online and more community organizations. And some community organizations are starting to focus on life skills. Um, uh, for example, Maison Autism, which is a wonderful organization, works with autistic adults 
who do who have very low support needs and teaches them independence. Um, so we we are actually primarily working with those who have more moderate support needs and trying to teach them independence as well. And we have big plans for more life skills training um, in a simulated home environment uh, that's in the works. Okay. Come back to me in a year and you may see it <laughs> in action. That's a, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> uh, you talked about the home environment. Um, talk to me a bit about housing, uh, some hurdles to, to, to get over, right? Well, again... Uh, in Quebec, housing is a huge problem, housing for these individuals. It's all, it's been government, basically been the government that's provided housing and there's just not much out there. They haven't been providing much housing at all. So people are starting to look at each other. We, you know, we have mothers in our seventies and some have one in our eighties and we're looking at each other and our kids are still living at home and we're going, okay, what are we gonna do? So our organization has really been involved in trying to come up with housing solutions um, and also looking at housing advocacy as well. What can we do to create more solutions? And we've been working with Kahila Montreal. So Kahila is the organization that is an agency of Federation CJA that uh, builds housing within the Jewish community. We've been working with them to come up with a model for an inclusive housing community. So that would be pods of neurodivergent young adults living within a building open to everyone. And uh, we're working with Miriam Home and Services as well on that. And uh, it's coming together, but we're still a ways away. Are you um, hopeful? I'm hopeful, but it's very, it's a very long haul. Yeah. I remember someone said to me, it takes 10 years to get a housing project going. So it's been about five. <laughs> But I think, I think Harriet, I think some of the things that we're doing now are a good example of how once we mobilize, that things can big things can happen in a short period of time. My concern is actually, I'll leave all the, uh, the business and the bureaucratic stuff to you, I was going to say. But in general, in terms of you know, uh, what this is going to look like, we want to be able to set every participant up for success. So the vetting process is a very important part of it also. And so we feel that through these programs, we're getting to know the population and we're also getting to know what types of skills, what types of support needs we're going to, to need once this project does move ahead in the way that we want to see it move ahead. Adam, a quick question. Any new skills that you've learned uh, in, the, in the last uh, three years? Anything the, brand new? That... The skills I've been learning is through, um, uh, ver through everything. Um, Basically, to uh, from programs to uh, the the dances and the songwriting, it's like putting me in in a in a, per, a perfect position, and uh, I enjoy it. So awesome, awesome. Can I phrase it differently, Adam? Do you feel an added level of support being in our programs, knowing that you have an outlet to talk about anything you want to talk about? That you're with good well, people. That you're welcome. <laughs> uh, well, I I work for um. Uh, Mata, it's uh, a Jewish organization. Uh, it, it's provide uh, food for the homeless. Yeah, I, I never brought this up uh, before in in this podcast. Um, I I just wanted to uh, we we do with clothing, food, uh, and uh, sort of donations that we provide for for the for for Mata. and I enjoy working through the whole Jewish community. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's it is incredible to see 
you know, ever since I've been doing this podcast, and especially it, it feels like in the last couple of years uh, that the Jewish community is coming together and not working in silos, that, that the different organizations are, are working together. Am I right, Harriet? Oh, that's so true. There's been a lot of collaboration for, you know, among organizations, even on the small projects that we are working on. Um, collaboration is, and co-creation, you know, those are the mantras these days, yeah. and it yeah. is happening. There is definitely a will out there. I just wanted to say that it's been an absolute pleasure. And in Adam's case, I was going to say, it's been nice to see the progression. You know, he mentioned that he's at work. Uh, I'm so proud of the things that Adam has accomplished. And I think it's really amazing. And one thing is for sure, you know, I, I joke around because I don't get to sleep in on Sundays. Okay. <laughs> but if I'm not sleeping, uh, this is even better. I was going to say to be able to come and to put on these programs and do wonderful things and, and try to support this community. So I love what we're doing and I hope to be doing it for a long, long time. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that the things like that makes me feel good though. And I would just say we have been an all volunteer organization other than Matthew. Um, we finally got some funds to hire him to do this, but we're all volunteers and most of us are parents. And um, we're now getting to the point where if we want this organization to be sustainable, we have to hire an executive director. We have a lot of, we have some really good funding coming down the way for some programming, but we need, we really do need some, some help out there. So if anyone is interested, uh, Mark, I guess you'll send them our way. How could they get in touch? If anybody's listening right now, how could they get in touch? Well, info at alinkfoundation.ca. Um, that's the best way. Um the other um, thing, the other thing yeah. is, I send out what that, this is how I got in touch with you, Mark. Is I blast out our emails for our programming to everyone in town. So either if you spread receive the word, my, Mark, uh, me, Matthew, me, Adam? Matthew uh, spread the word. Exactly. So the thing is, if you're on my email blast, <laughs> great. You can get in touch with us if if you'd like to support our cause. If you know someone who might be interested in jumping in and. And whether it's a donation, whether it's time, whether it's even just ideas and feedback or whatever it is, we're open and we want to grow and we want to be successful um, for the, the sake of our participants. You know, we've talked a lot about Jewish organizations, but we're not just limited to serving the Jewish community. We're open to everyone. You've been listening to the Inspirations News Podcast with Mark Bergman. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and the English Montreal School Board Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.